Well, as always, thank you so much to all of those who have helped to put our worship service together for that beautiful song by Sally Ritterbush, for Lynette Thompson, who was our liturgist this morning, for our, our Wesley Choir and praise singers, and for Gary Brubaker, who put all of our music together so wonderfully. Thank you. This morning, um, I was thinking about what it means to be bold. Um, this was the theme for the United Methodist Women, I think a couple years ago, but it's also um, just a comment that's made a lot, um, especially as uh, students end, the, uh, end their graduation or come close to graduation or whatever comes next, is it's about being bold. And I thought about what it takes to be bold. I mean, what do you think that it takes? Chutzpah, courage. Well, for me, I thought it takes, it takes bravery to be bold. So how do you be brave? How do you claim who you are as a child of God? Trying to figure out who you are and where you're going. How do you claim your faith when it doesn't always feel safe to do so? How do you be brave? So would you pray with me? God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, think for you what it means to be brave and, and think of someone who you would say is brave. Now, maybe that's a group of people um, that first come to your mind, like police officers or first responders, or maybe it's like teachers. Who do you see as brave? Now, maybe when you think of who is brave to you, not it's not a group of people, but it's a specific person to you, like a grandparent or a best friend or a neighbor. Now, what is it about them that you think is brave? Now, we're going to come back to this later. So if you need to write it down um, as you think about this, um, you can do that. That's okay. But what is brave? You know, I think that our first thought is usually someone who does something extraordinary in the face of some sort of danger, sometimes putting their life or their well-being at, the, in, at risk um, for the well-being of others. And while that may be true, I think if we peel it away at its very most basic, being brave is knowing that something is scary and doing it anyway. Now, fear can be paralyzing. And it can also be a good thing because sometimes fear keeps us safe. We know that it's not a good idea to walk into oncoming traffic. And yet, we often do or don't do something because we're afraid. Now, over and over, the scripture tells us, do not be afraid. And I think that one of the things that's interesting about that is that oftentimes that happens usually after something sort of frightening happens. Hey, an angel just told you you're going to have a baby. Do not be afraid. Hey, a bunch of angels just appeared in the field. Do not be afraid. You know, it's, it's sort of one of those things where after something happens, do not be afraid. And I think we're taught a lot of times to fight our fear or to be fearless, which again, in theory, seems like a great idea. And yet, when you fight something, and sometimes something that is larger than you are, 
how well does it go? Does it go peacefully and quickly go away? Or does it fight back? Because usually if something is strong, has some sort of health to it, it's not going to go quietly. And if you've ever said, just don't think about it, what's the one thing that you think of constantly? And really, you know, there's really no such thing as fearless. Sometimes it's not knowing that you should be afraid of something. But also I think the other option is to be brave, knowing that something is scary or frightening and doing it anyway. So now go back to that person or people who you think are brave. And when you thought of that person or that people, did you name yourself? I'm someone who is brave. Why not? If you didn't, why not? Do you not see yourself as brave? Do you not think that you're as brave as someone else is? Or do you think that, oh, I'm not supposed to say that because I'm supposed to be humble? Why don't you see yourself as someone who is brave? Now, who are you? Because we all have a lot of titles that we go by. Mom, dad, aunt, uncle, sister, brother, accountant, teacher, pastor, police officer, EMT, wife, husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, spouse. Now, of all of the titles and the names that you have gone by or that you go by throughout your life, what happens if tomorrow they were all gone? Now, sometimes this happens in, in shocking and traumatizing ways through breakups or divorce, death, losing a job or retirement. Now, there are many ways that these names and titles get lost or are taken from us. And then what happens? Who are you then? Our scripture today comes from the part of the Gospel of Matthew, which comes from the Sermon on the Mount. It's a collection of teachings from Jesus. And this particular section are usually called the Beatitudes or Blessed Are or Happy Are section. Um, and Lynette read that beautifully from, um, from the New Revised Standard Version. And also, um, I want to hear, I want you to hear them just a little bit differently. And this is from the message. So, you're blessed when you're at the end of your rope. With less of you, there is more of God and God's rule. You're blessed when you feel you've lost what is most dear to you. Only then can you be embraced by the one most dear to you. You're blessed when you're content with just who you are. No more, no less. That's the moment you find yourselves proud owners of everything that can't be bought. You're blessed when you've worked up a good appetite for God. He's food and drink in the best meal you'll ever eat. You're blessed when you care. At the moment of being careful, you find yourselves cared for. You're blessed when you get your inside world, your mind and heart put right. Then you can see God in the outside world. 
You're blessed when you can show people how to cooperate instead of compete or fight. That's when you discover who you really are and your place in God's family. You're blessed when your commitment to God provokes persecution. The persecution drives you deeper into God's kingdom. Not only that, count yourselves blessed every time people put you down or throw you out or speak lies about you to discredit me. What it means is that the truth is too close for comfort and they are uncomfortable. You can be glad when that happens. Give a cheer, even for if they don't like it, I do. And all heaven applauds. And know that you are in good company. My prophets and witnesses have always gotten into this kind of trouble. Do you hear those? Now, when I hear them, um, I don't know, when you were younger, did you ever play a game? We called it opposite day. When someone said something that maybe you didn't like, you laughed and you were like, "Uh uh-huh, today is opposite day. Anybody do that? Or... I mean, at the end of this, I sort of expect Jesus to just end with like a 90s era, not, I mean, is that showing my age a little bit? Um, But like, nope, this isn't true, just kidding. And yet, here they are. Not opposite day, no not. You are blessed when these things happen. Glennon Doyle, who is an author and a speaker, um, she talks about crisis as a sifter. Like when you take one of those sifters to the beach and everything falls out except for the treasure, whatever treasure that might be. Blessed are you when you're at the end of your rope. All of the things that are not necessary fall away and you're left with what is. You're blessed when you've lost what is most dear to you and you're left staring into the face of who you really are. You're blessed when you are content with just who you are, no more, no less. That's the moment you found yourselves proud owners of everything that can't be bought. Who are you? Now, there are many names and titles that we go by, and yet there's one that can never be taken away. Child of God. You are a beloved child of God, and that's a word that echoes from the beginning of time through infinity. You are a child of God who is loved and worthy of love. You can do hard things. You can do more things than you think you can. You're braver than you know. In the Gospel of John, Jesus says, I am in you and you are in me. Who I am is who you will be. And Jesus says, even you will do greater things than I do. God in flesh, Jesus Christ says, you will do greater things. You are brave. Now we all have hard things. And your hard thing is different than mine. Glennon Doyle told a story once about her daughters getting her ears pierced. And one of her daughters did so joyfully and the other cried and just said she didn't want to. And the well-meaning employees told the crying girl, come on, be brave. Which made her cry all that, that much harder because she just couldn't be that brave. 
And Gledon said to her daughter, she said, I am so proud of you for being so brave. Sometimes being brave means getting your ears pierced. And sometimes brave is saying no when everyone around you is saying yes. How brave are you for knowing that this is something you don't want? You are brave. Brave isn't always laughing in the face of danger or putting yourself in life-threatening situations. Sometimes being brave is making that phone call you know that isn't going to go well. Sometimes being brave is saying that I won't take another drink and I'm going to a meeting because I'm an alcoholic. Sometimes being brave is saying that I won't stay in this abusive relationship one minute more because I deserve better. Sometimes being brave is telling your story, even though it's frightening and you're worried what people might think, but it's your story to tell. Sometimes being brave is telling a trusted friend that you've been considering suicide and are scared for what that means. Sometimes being brave is getting out of bed in the morning. Sometimes being brave is knowing how scary something is and doing it anyway. You are brave. Shauna Nyquist says, the world will tell you how to live if you let it. Don't let it. Take up your space. Raise your voice. Sing your song. This is your chance to make or remake a life that thrills you. You're blessed when you're content with just who you are. No more, no less. That's the moment you find yourselves proud owners of everything that can't be bought. Blessed are you. Brave are you. Now I want you to go back once again to that list or of people or person who earlier you said you thought were brave. And I want you to notice this week, notice all the brave things you do. You are braver than you think you are and you can do more than you know. You are a child of God. You are blessed. You are blessed. You are brave. You are a child of God created in the image of God. And no one gets to take that title away from you. Thanks be to God. Amen. <laughs>